The following program is sponsored by Lindis Construction. This is the WCCO Home Improvement Show, brought to you by Lindis Construction. One call, one contractor. Lindis Construction provides Minnesota and Wisconsin with the best products and workmanship. They provide leaf guard gutters, asphalt roofing, metal roofing, season guard replacement windows, exterior siding, remodeling, new construction, and more. If you've got questions, they've got answers this hour. Here's Denny Law and Andy Lindis. You are correct, sir. We're back at it, welcoming your home improvement questions either by phone or by text. We've cleared the lines. And if you do have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, call us at 651-989-9226 or send a text at 81807. Andy, how are you? I'm fantastic. You? I am as well, just waiting like you and your crews are for the rest of the snow to go away. I know. I thought it was done. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you I was getting pretty excited, and then uh, there you are, shutting down the entire company on Thursday. It was just, uh, just a few of us here. I did have a lot of my ciders. We're in the warehouse uh, training on uh, on how to make some things with uh, the break. We have some newer guys that are trying to get validated to do it, be able to do it on somebody's house. They still have a long ways to go, but figured a snow dance. So they're in here training for about six hours that day, and it was uh, we actually had a lot of fun with it. To be honest with you, well, you make sure they're trained well too, because you, you you want as few mistakes as possible. <laughs> There's down a the lot road. of steps that they have to take before they're allowed to do do that on uh, on an actual home. So the uh, my head siders usually do all of the detail stuff, and uh, the other guys are more cut men. And we're trying just to uh, get some of these cut guys up to be more detail guys. It takes a little bit, but we're getting there. Well, you know, I was, was going to ask you about the different crews who's who's wanting to do what, not the crews themselves, but the customers. What are they wanting? But I suppose everything, whether it be decks or roofing or uh, insulation. I mean, you guys are covering the whole gamut, I'm sure. You know, we were starting to even get into asphalt roofing. We actually did one on Wednesday. It was a really? smaller one, and we were able to finish it by about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And it had just started snowing when we were putting on the, the last of the shingles there. So we were pretty fortunate. And uh, But we got we have everything going on right now. I even have crews out today. We're actually tarping a roof because with that snowstorm came some tremendous winds. And uh, Boy, did it ever. Have, We've we've gotten a lot of inquiries about blowing off shingles, and the one we're going to today is, I mean, it's almost the whole half of one side of the roof was was blown off, and I'm just worried that uh, water can get in there and just want to hopefully dry it in and not cause any more damage before we can get out there and actually put the new roof on. What's the remedy for something like that if you've lost X amount of shingles? What, What do your crews do? How do you repair that certain patches? Well, if it's a newer roof and we can get shingles to match sometimes you can do a patch job but this particular one i'm talking about it's a it's a re-roof scenario it's oh. it's got to be 15 20 years old um we've done some skylights there in the past some leaf guard there in the past some other windows there in the past and so we, we know the project pretty well we haven't done anything with the roofing and uh, it's just time but on this particular one we're, we're going to go out with our tiger paw and some tire tarps and dry it completely in because we probably won't be able to get to it for three to four weeks with our with our roofing schedule. We just want to make sure it uh, with the spring showers that are in, inevitably going to come, it's going to stay dry and not cause. Sometimes that can be hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars worth of damage, Denny. No kidding. Wow. I, I was looking as you were talking about the uh, melting. Uh, I was looking at the forecast. I was trying to see if, if we're going to be expecting, at least around here, much precipitation. Maybe midweek uh, midweek rain is likely. 
Yeah, uh, but not saying. not a whole lot of chances here and there, but not nothing great. Uh, of course, famous last words. <laughs> Look what happened a couple of days ago. <laughs> I mean, boy, that wind must have done a lot of damage. I've seen you know tree limbs down uh, all over the place. Huge yeah, we, wind. Yeah, we have trees on houses, shingles that are blowing off, um, a variety of uh, things that have happened uh, to to people. So it, uh, the phones were ringing off the hook on Friday, and and uh, just seeing the type of emails that have already come in today and. I know Monday, once people actually get a chance this weekend to walk around their house and take a look around, or as the snow melts, they start to notice their shingles lying in their yard and pieces of their house that are, are missing, we're, we're getting a lot of calls. Uh, and this winter wreaked, uh, wreaked a lot of havoc on roofs, Danny. We're seeing where not only was the ice causing leaking and stuff, and as it came off the roof, it was taking parts of the roof with it, parts of flashing kits with it. I have a, I have a customer in Eden Prairie that... Water was leaking into their house, and we got up in the roof, and the whole flashing where this where this valley came down into a sidewall. I mean, terrible design, one. Two, if it's not flashed, it's going to cause lots of damage and already had in this short amount of time from the end of the winter to where we are now. We're, we're probably talking two, $3,000 in, in water damage that has happened wow. to this roof already. So it's uh, there's a lot of bad things happening out there, and I, I feel bad because these are usually customers that – just did not anticipate having to do this type of work this year and really grateful to, to have some of the partners that we do and manufacturers that we do that, that offer some really, really awesome payment plans and financing at, at very good terms. So it's helped a, a lot of these people out, and, and uh, we're hoping that the late start to the year, uh, we're, we're able to hopefully get out to most of these customers over the next couple of weeks and at least get them fixed and dried in. What about uh, windows? Are folks uh, looking to get some new windows installed? I would imagine. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we, we this winter, of course, being as cold as it was, people really started to see those drafts coming in and frosting up on the windows. So that window department has been busy all year. In fact, uh, we just had a very uh, large townhome association that uh, we signed up for a three-year project. So... Um, kind of a neat deal where they're going to pay partial of the of the job, and the, each individual owner is going to pay part of the job, and they have three years to complete it, and um, are going to be able to choose between our season guard window or the the infinity window by Marvin, I believe. So it's uh it's kind of a neat project that uh, we're really excited to get started up here. A couple of good choices for sure, though, as far as yes, quality of windows. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, how about insulation? Uh, is that <laughs> going to be strong year round? Uh, as before, or, or what? Is that a seasonal thing? Yeah, you know, I uh, I took this uh, call and from insulators and drywall repair people. I don't know if either one of those categories have been as booked up as they are now and have mm. as tremendous lead times as they do now. We're Why do you fortunate. think? Well, look at the amount of leaking that we had this winter. I mean, just I, I talked to a drywall guy, two different drywall guys, because our guy was getting busy, and we're looking. We have other partners that we worked with over time, and each one of them were booked for the season, Denny. Oh. I mean, booked for the season because of how much leaking and ceiling staining and things like that that they're going to be dealing with uh, from probably sounds like now until this time next year. And uh, the insulators uh, were getting really far behind. People really started to see the, the faults in their home this winter, and, and they want to get it fixed and never have to deal with it with again. And usually insulation and proper ventilation are, are how we attack that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you happen to have a home improvement question, or send a text if you like to Andy at eight one eight zero seven. You know, from time to time, Andy, you and I talk about 
uh, young folks getting into the trades. And uh, it's been a, you know, I, I know we approached it here two, three years ago or maybe more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the story now? Are you finding more young people being interested in that type of work? Absolutely. Um, I really do think there has been a, a shift in this, Denny, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm excited about the kids that we're getting to work with right now. Um, you know, you hear a lot about Generation Z and the millennials not being easy to work with, and I really, really disagree with that. Um, I think it's a leadership issue and a training issue more than more than anything. You give people something that uh, they want to work for and a good team to be on and, and the proper training, and good things usually happen, and that's certainly been the case for us. And uh, what we've instituted over the last three years, uh, what we call our tier system, each one of our divisions has a five-tier system where we can bring a kid in off the street and over a two-year period go from tier one to tier five. And we have a, a video library that's ever-changing on installation techniques. We have uh, really excellent partners in, in the tool world with our, I'm telling you, Denny, if, and, and this is another sidebar, and I make no money off these guys whatsoever, and I know they got a great deal going on. But if you want to go to the best tool store in the Twin Cities for cordless tools or anything home improvement tools, Acme Tool in Plymouth, and they got a great deal going on this weekend, and these guys take care of my people. They're the reason why the Milwaukee people and the DeWalt people have been to my office talking to my folks and setting up training things for our people. I mean, the Acme guys even delivering tools out to job sites for us when we break one, so we're not getting delayed on our job sites. I can't tell you the, the customer service we've had from these guys and, and what we're doing with our with our installers because of people like these. It uh, it's been really really awesome. So well, do they do they serve the public or is this strictly for businesses? Oh yeah, they they, they serve Anybody. the public and you can walk right on in. Yeah, all for sure. right. I gotta check that out. Tools, yes, exactly. <laughs> Tell you yeah, what, I, let let's do this, Andy. Let's uh, take a break here. We'll do that. We'll come back. If you have a home improvement question, we always welcome yours every week by phone or by text six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one eight zero seven. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, brought to us every week by our friends at Linda's Construction. Andy Linda's with me today. L-I-N-D-U-S 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Of course, that uh, famous number if you want to get in touch with those uh, good Linda's folks. Uh, Andy, uh, we have. I want to open up another phone line here, but I want to get this text that uh, somebody sent in. I want to take care of that uh, earlier rather than later. Texter says, I have a uh, 412 pitch porch roof where dripping water comes back under the drip edge and it's getting the sheathing wet. Do you have any suggestions? We're, it's getting underneath the roof edge. I wonder if it's just not, then the underlayment in the ice and water and or ice and water shield is not installed properly. Probably is no ice and water shield on this because it is a probably unheated oh. porch, so there is no heated wall. Oh, that's probably true. Um, so if it is a, if water is damming there and it is allowing to go back uphill, it could cause some issues. And the only way to really fix that is either get rid of the ice, get rid of the water, or redo that drip edge the proper way to make sure it can't, if water does get behind there, it doesn't get to the actual sheathing. You know where we typically see this, Denny, Mm. is up like a, a rake. And what a rake is, is like the peaked part of the roof. And more often than not, 
shingle people or people that are putting roofs on are not doing ice and water along those areas. And what we found, especially if that rake area or the, the peak area is facing west where most of the weather is coming from, wind-driven rain will hit the side of the, the, the roof like that and the roof edge and get between the shingles and the roof edge and do exactly what this texture is talking about, getting to the roof decking. In fact, we've replaced a lot of rotten roof decking in that area, which is why we now put our, put our roof edge on put our ice and water shield on over the top of that, adhering it to the actual roof deck, and then putting on our, uh, our, our underlayment over the top of all of that. Again, and then actually sealing the underlayment to the roof edge with another little strip of ice and water shield. So the amount of protection that you're getting should ensure that we never have to deal with rotten wood again. But more often than not, roofers don't take that step. Do you ever? I know you and your crews are, are in attics a lot. Uh, and Do you ever have to repair some damage that other uh, roofing folks have uh, done not so well? I mean, you've had to correct other jobs. Uh, I know that, whether it be windows or siding or whatnot. But how about about attic insulation? What are some Uh, of the mistakes other crews that maybe are not as good as Linda's? Well... The ventilation is more of the more of the mistakes that we're going to see that happen in the attic. I mean, a lot of people can come in and, and insulate properly, but they're not going to attic air seal properly and or put in the proper ventilation or attic chutes, you know, the things that really make that attic work well. So what... What we try to get in there is look at it as as a big picture. We want to look at it from a roofing standpoint, from an insulation standpoint, which we're just usually talking about our value, and an attic ceiling, uh, attic air ceiling standpoint. What can we do to ensure that there is no more warm air or air that's contained a lot of moisture is getting into the attic? And then we want to work at our ventilation to make sure that we're getting the proper 60-40 pull from the soffit area or sometimes the fascia vent area up through the roof. And and sometimes, we, we more often than not, we want to take care of that with a ridge vent system. Sometimes that's just not possible, so we got to look at alternatives. What about the blower door test? Do you guys still do that? We do. We do. You know, this winter, um, it really wasn't needed a lot because of the extreme swings in temperatures we were yeah. getting. The, the pressure in houses was enough to really find out what needed to happen, but we still do have, uh, we do use our blower doors, and on occasion we have to break them out just to figure out what's going on with the house, or we get a request that people really want to see what's happening there. And it really, all it does is it, it highlights any leaking air that it really shows it um, so we can figure out how to fix it. Uh, just looking at a uh, a text unsolicited now that just came in about that leaking problem. I had that leaking problem uh, also, and Linda's fixed it correctly. Great company. <laughs> you always like to hear that. Yes, indeed. We'll take unsolicited uh, praise all the time. And I, I'm really fortunate to work with the team that I do because uh, we try to survey most of our customers and send out information just to see what they think of what we're doing and look for opportunities to get better and more often than not, I'm 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 seeing notes come back to me with with naming specific people, how uh, how happy they are with the project. In fact, I think last night, Denny, not not that I think I know last night, I received a text that might is the best text I've ever received from a customer. It was a a picture of the Lindis cooler that uh, we gave her as a, as a thank you for. And it was uh, we did the siding, the windows, the roofing, the gutters, insulation. We did everything on this project. And it was a screenshot of a picture that they sent out to their friends. 
saying we had Linda's do everything. If I could choose a, co- if I could have a baby with a company, I would have a baby with Linda's. I'm like, I'm, I don't know if that, I don't know how you get any better than that. I've never had uh, somebody say that to us, but uh, I was about as proud as a, a guy can get last night when I received that text. I can see why. That's a great one. All right, Andy, hang on. We have another half hour of the show to go. If you uh, want to call in uh, to your question, your home improvement question, sure, 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text, 81807. We're around every Saturday with Home Improvement Talk here in the 9 o'clock hour on CCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Lindis Construction, Andy Lindis is uh, with us today, 651-989-9226. You want to call in your home improvement question, that's great. We have a line open. Otherwise, uh, send Andy a text, and that number is 81807. All right, Andy, let's go back to the phones. Let's see, Gerald is calling from Bram, I believe. Gerald, you're on CCO with Andy. How you doing, Andy? Doing well, you? Good. Say, we had a new roof put on uh, last fall and had about six, eight, shingles blowing off in this last uh, storm we had, and uh, guys kind of claiming that uh, just because it was on the north side, the sun didn't bake the shingles down, I guess, or I went up there and took, like, just from what you can see that's exposed, all the nails are in at a slight angle, and to me, that ain't holding them down very good. Um. What type of shingle is it on your house? Uh, regular asphalt shingle. Do you know the brand or the style by chance? Um, I'm not sure exactly, but... Well, I know that when done properly, our shingle, the GAF shingle that we use, um, is going to have a wind warranty where the wind that we had on Thursday wouldn't even come close to reaching the, the heights that it's needed to to avoid out the warranty. So you'd okay. be 100% covered, and those shingles will be replaced for free. And, and one of the things you're going to have to look for, um, even though you might only be missing 10 shingles, a lot of the tar seals might be broken. And, uh, and, and everybody's, like, seeing the cartoon with, like, where it's really windy out, and it looks like the whole roof moves because of that. It's 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 an, it's an exaggeration on the truth, but it, it can do that where like the whole roof can be kind of waving and moving and the shingles can be on there and like coming up and going back down and not all of them will blow off. And, and, and yes, angling and nailing at an angle can be an issue and not putting in enough nails, nails can be an issue. Not putting the nails in the proper pattern can be an issue. Um, installing it in too cold a weather can also be an issue. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but know that like, our our roofing and from GAF is going to be backed by a 130 mile an hour wind warranty, which is which is pretty awesome, and it would be 100 percent covered, zero out of pocket money for you to fix it. So I know you haven't seen this particular Gerald's uh, roof, but I mean, have you had to repair other people's work that ended up similar to this one? Yeah, on on a regular basis. Regular basis. And usually, uh, the guys that don't do it right aren't the best at, in going back and fixing their mistakes either. So we, we tend to get hired for a lot of those jobs and, and it's not cheap. It's uh it's not cheap for us to come out and fix other people's things. We'd much rather be working on newer projects and, and doing it the right way in, in the beginning. Now, having said that, sometimes it can be a manufacturing issue. I've seen the glue be bad um, once now. 
in in 10 years that where it just never stuck even though it did get warm enough so goofy things can happen it might not be the roofer's fault at all i'd have to really take a look at it to see what was happening but typically it's an installation error hmm. wow you you know you you've approached the subject of of storm chasers before uh we haven't talked about that i wonder if, if recent days because of this crazy weather have you heard of any other stories about uh, cold callers knocking on the door um, not, 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 not because of this, not, not so no. much. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I think it's going to have to be a little bit more widespread for those Probably. guys to, uh, to come into town. But having said that, a lot of these calls we're getting are because of the storm chasers and the work that they did over that two year, uh, swath. I mean, that many roofs going on at once, it, there's bound to be some not proper installation techniques used. And, uh, when you see that many people dusting off the old roofing magnets from the garage and slapping it on the side of the truck to go and get some, get some storm damage work, it uh, you're, you're bound to have some issues like we saw this winter with leaking and and now the shingles blowing off. Texter wants to know if, by the way, I have the text number eight one eight zero seven. If I've had, let's see if I can get this correct, some misspellings here. I've had my attic insulated, foamed insulation and blown in insulation, but need to get an electrician to come in, is it safe for that electrician to walk in the attic with the foam is what they're trying to say? Uh, yes, typically. Um, we still try to stay on on the rafters as much as you can because even though the foam is going to support you, it might put a little bit of pressure on your ceiling down below, and I've seen it where it can kind of crack that ceiling or crack like a, a, a seam line or a mud line, and you don't want that to happen. So you still try to spread your weight out, and, and we've even put some planking systems up over the top of foam, but typically it is strong enough to walk on. I, I'm a bigger guy, though, so I still try to stay on the rafters, and I've fallen through one ceiling in my life, and I I vowed to never let that happen again, so I'm super careful up there. And anytime you can use caution, it's I would. As a homeowner, we appreciate that. <laughs> Good. That you do that for Good. Yes, yeah. it's, it's never fun to explain why there is a foot hole in their ceiling and how that happened because you slipped. That was a an interesting conversation. How was not, that not repaired? Did you have to do it? Um, I, uh, we ended up having to scrape the entire ceiling and patch in the hole and then retexture the entire ceiling because, as you know, there's no patching texture no. the right way. I mean, if it's something that the homeowner just wanted to fix a stain and they could live with the discoloration of the texture, but because it was something I did, I didn't want them to live with that that, that discoloration in the texture, so it was a, it's a very expensive uh, slip on my part. I guess. How about the sun tunnels? We get questions about that from time to time, a lot as a matter of fact, and I have friends who might have asked me about ours. Is, is that becoming, well, it's always popular, I guess, but is, it, is that becoming more popular as the years go by? Oh, for sure. You know, the the more people get to see how these work in a home or they go to friends and family that have one installed, the more that that they want them, well, you you've seen the effects on your house when, when when you have those in your house. One, it's gonna it's going to lower your electric bills because you're not going to turn on as many lights. It really does that good a job of bringing natural light into your area, even on on clear full moon nights. It does generate light in your bathrooms. That's how powerful these can be. And uh, when when people see what they are and how they work, and, and, and to be honest with you, what they cost. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, for things done to your home and what home improvements cost nowadays, it's really on the lower end of, uh, of dollar-wise. For 
you know, a couple of thousand dollars, you can bring in natural light to your house, which isn't, uh, you pay for a, 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 an electrician to come in and wire and you buy the light fixtures and things of that nature. You might be spending more than that or around that much. And, and then you still have to use the electricity to run that light. So it's really a nice way to get natural light into places that don't have it. It really makes a big difference. And, and I can attest to the fact about uh, moonlight, especially when there's a full moon. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, did I oversleep? <laughs> and it, it is. It, 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 it really amplifies it, doesn't it? Naturally so. It does. Uh, it, it's a combination of magnifying the natural light and uh, being able to bring it into the home. And then, you know, it does a good job of diffusing it, too. So when you look at it, it doesn't, uh, it's not like blinding. It's just nice natural light. And it uh, it can lead to other home improvements in your home because you might be seeing things <laughs> you can on see. the wall that you've never seen before. <laughs> you can see the defects. A lot, yes, a lot, a lot easier. And it took me a while too, maybe Sandy too, to quit looking for the light switch to, <laughs> turn, off, <laughs> to turn it off because it brought in so much natural light. Well, if you have a dark house, you know, it makes a makes a big difference. So yeah, it's kind it, of a fun thing. I'm uh, not the first person to say that. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure that's true. I'm sure. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Text is eight one. Eight zero seven. Uh, you know, I, we talked about as we always do about uh, insulation, and is it h- how far out are are you guys now from that? Can people get that done uh, here in the next two or three months if they need to? Uh yeah, right around then. I want to say fourteen weeks or so out for insulation work right now. So it's uh it's really uh put a damper on our roofing schedule and trying to get. Because we want to get a lot of this insulation and ventilation done before we roof, or some roofs, so there's only way to only way to access it is through the roof. So we have, are waiting for the weather to turn so we can get out and start doing some of these. But yeah, right now, 12 to 16 weeks out for for insulation, and like I said, we're really fortunate to work with the insulating partners that we do. So um, we have some dedicated crews that are are really getting after it six days a week to try to fix all these homes that had issues this winter. Boy, lots of them. Andy, hang on. We're going to take a quick break, inviting our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, call us. Call Andy at 651-989-9226, or you can send Andy a text at 81807-81807. We'll take a quick break here. 32 degrees on 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show, presented every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is with us today, helping you out by phone and by text. And we have both Andy, so let's get to it. Uh, Lee is on the phone calling from Invergrove, I believe. Uh, Lee, go ahead. Andy is listening. Hello. Uh, I have ice dam problems on the north. And you mentioned on a previous show a new roofing system that has an airspace built in. I have a Rambler with a walkout basement to the south, tuck under garage to the north, and two opposing shed roofs, an attic space only over the kitchen and the bathroom. Okay, yeah, they're... If, especially if you have a vaulted ceiling type area yep. or a great room, or yeah, those this is when this type of roofing system comes into play, and it's really been the only thing that we've used that we've had good luck in removing ice dams. Um, all of the things, even removing the roof decking and and trying to in, in, you know, like dense pack cellulose or even some spray foam, 
sometimes it doesn't do the trick. Having that dead airspace really ensures that the, the roof is going to stay cool, which is the key to making sure ice doesn't form. And, and that you put over existing houses? There's no other uh, reinforcement or anything needed? No, we can put it right over the top. Uh, we're going to take off your existing roof, and then basically we're going to be installing this system with a new roof deck and then a new roof over the top of that. So it's uh, more often than not, this is done for retrofit or existing homes. You don't see this in a lot of new construction. Usually we're able to design the roof in a certain way that uh, we can get rid of this stuff. Having said that, uh, still dealing with plenty of new construction stuff where sometimes that's not a consideration. All right, Lee, thanks very much for the call. And Lee leaves that line open at uh, 651-989-9226. Uh, text me while uh, Andy is 81807. We have a bunch of those. Um, here's a patio door question, uh, metal door. Patio door drags on the floor in the spring, not in the winter. It's a metal door, as they say. Metal door, I'm guessing then it's a French door, and it could be that either you're getting some kind of a swelling in the spring or more than likely something's heaving up there that uh, can be an adjustment on the door that can be made. Most of these doors can be adjusted, and a lot of them have to be adjusted differently throughout the year depending on what the house is doing. So maybe start there, but I wouldn't say it's an installation thing. It might be more of a foundation thing or, I mean, it can be a lot of different things, to be honest with you. I can think of two or three things that are going wrong with this door that could cause that. So you might want to get a professional look at it. Hopefully it's an easy fix and maybe it's just an adjustment that needs to be made. You've talked about adjusting uh, doors before, entry doors uh, specifically. Is it... The threshold area, is that what some doors have that adjustment there? Yeah, there's the the threshold area, and there's also hinge adjustments that, mm. that can be done on the door as well that can make a big difference. I mean, listen, we live in the land of <laughs> 40 below to 110, and that's a very big swing of temperatures that most of the rest of the world just doesn't have to deal with. So our building materials do take a beating when it comes to expansion and contraction. And and uh, that's why the doors that we use are all usually adjustable so we can we can deal with what the house does throughout the year. Another text, and again, if that's easier for you uh, to send Andy a text, 81807. Uh, here it is. Is there any other explanation other than weak bathroom fan that would cause the ceiling paint to peel. I replace my bathroom fan, but this uh, still the ceiling paint is still peeling. Some type of moisture is getting in there, or it's just not getting painted properly. Um, you shouldn't have a lot of peeling paint with, especially if you're running a new bath fan, and it's a properly painted ceiling. Denny, correct? You know, um, you've done a lot more painting in your life than than I have, but. I mean, you, you prime something and oh, make yeah. it well and use high-quality uh, products and, and don't have a, humi- a humidity problem in that area. It, it should last a while. But you know what? It, you know, it, it reminds me of when Lindis uh, uh, did the uh, uh, attic insulation over the last few years and changed the uh, exhaust from uh, one bathroom uh, fan, made a whole world of difference. I wonder where this, exa- where this ceiling fan is being exhausted or if it's yeah. strong enough. Yeah, um, that that can definitely be an issue if it's just getting exhausted into your attic and still keeping the moisture in there. But still, you would think that that would lead for other issues to be seeing as well. Uh, if it's a new bath fan, and I I would uh, I'm I'm I don't know to be honest with you. I don't know what the main problem is here, but it should last when done right. 
Yeah, well, you'd have to see it for yourself. It's you know, exactly. easier to do that. But I remember when you guys said uh, we had to re- replace the exhaust, whatever you call it, you know, the little louvered thing that opens mm-hmm. up when you – because when they built the house before we owned it, they put a huge exhaust uh, element on that would take you know, half a tornado to open up. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe Maybe it's something like that. Maybe the exhaust. It's just a guess on my part, obviously. But yeah. uh, you never know. You uh, never know. Until uh, or unless you call somebody like Linda's to check it out. And that's at 1 800 Leafguard. Tommy in Minneapolis is calling, I believe. Tommy, what's your question for Andy? Uh, yeah, our two car garage, it's starting to lean to one side. I haven't checked the angle that it's leaning, but it's leaning pretty uh, noticeably. I'm wondering, can it be jacked up or what? can be done with it uh you know a lot of the times foundations and issues like this can be repaired and the best person to call for those types of issues and i've given out their name a ton this spring because people are having a lot of stuff like this happen but uh, jesse treble from safebasements.com does a lot of things with foundation repair um does mud jacking and foam jacking or well just does foam jacking now which can do a lot of different things uh, on flat work to level it out and has different techniques that he uses along the foundation not only to repair them but to stabilize them to make sure bad things don't happen he was telling us a story what was it a couple three weeks ago danny that uh they had gotten to a job, and, uh, and like overnight, the basement wall had caved in. And uh, they had gotten there that morning and discovered that the basement wall had caved in. And he's really kind of bummed out because he knows that the techniques that he'd have made happen that day would have made sure that that didn't happen. So addressing these issues early can be very cost-effective for people on uh, on avoiding very costly repairs in the future because things like this, when they start to go bad and they get to worst-case scenario, they're not cheap to fix. So oh, I'd imagine. get a professional involved for sure. Can you imagine your, your wall caving in? I mean, I can't. <sighs> Waking up a, to that. That's a bad morning, man. That's yeah. not something I'd wish on anybody. Here's another text, Andy. It says this, if we have an iron railing that wraps around our front steps and has rusted out and is not connected to uh, the concrete anymore, can we get that repaired or do we need to get a new one? We've been having a tough time finding somebody to fix it. What, what would you suggest? You know, there was a uh, a front step company that just kind of specialized in these type of railing systems but you if you talk to any patio person or any decking type people you can you can install a railing system on on that now repairing that cement and getting a good fasten can be can be an issue and it might be that you have to replace the entire front steps depending on the type of shape that that is in as well um it's again frustrating that uh those type of work and that type of work and who wants to do that work is is hard to find. It really is. Um, and the guys that do it well usually have a very long backlog. And it, uh, I know we we run into this stuff all the time. And it, it's hard for me to say yes to everything because we we I don't want to spread myself too thin. But we we end up taking on little projects like this uh, a lot of the time just because it's uh, they they can't find anybody else, and we just want to help out the customer. But there should be a way. This is something that maybe Lindis could deal with. Well, I was thinking, too, I obviously can't see it, but uh, I just wonder how badly rusted it is and if that's not repairable. 
You know, that was their question too. Could we just get it repaired? Now, I I would consider that a challenge to uh, get it sandblasted and and primed and and start all over. But that's yeah. As long as it's structurally sound, if it's just aesthetic rust or surface rust, that'd be the yeah, the yeah way to go. Get, Fix that and, and make sure that it doesn't get structurally bad on you. Um, but, yeah, if you can fix it, fix it. Do that. Structurally there, sand and paint. All right, Andy, we're almost out of time. Uh, I know how to get in touch with you guys real fast. What are the deals going on at Lindis now? We have 75% off labor, GAF asphalt roofing. Uh, we're one of the best roofers in the central region. That's like the six-state area. Number one uh, in that area for GAF, 75% off labor right now on that wow. and LeafGuard gutters. Easiest phone number to remember is 1-800-LEAFGUARD, or you can check us out at lindisconstruction.com. Our ne- season guard windows also have that same deal. Thanks, Andy. we got to run. See you next week. See you next week.